Welcome to Bulletproof Faith, the show that's here to equip you so that you can equip your kids with Christian worldview and apologetics. I'm Joel, and I'm here with Jordan. And, uh, man, I I went back and listened to the last episode. Pepsi. I'm, I'm still reeling from, <laughs> from that. You know what's cool is, like, uh, it's funny that you say that. We, we have a, uh, a friend that we have in common that I saw the other day one of the ball fields and he was cracking up about it. He's like, dude, you like Pepsi? It's, yeah, it's, I love Pepsi. I mean, it, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, that was actually the the second bet I've lost in the last couple weeks. <laughs> really? You're yeah. You're on the cam? Uh, no, my wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the... Um, you know the Salsaritas right there in, in Hickson yeah, by the mall? Yeah. We decided to go there, and on the way there, I made a comment about it being new. And she was like, no, it's not new. Yeah, and I was like, no, it, it's, no, this thing like just opened, like well, not that long ago. New is relative. I, <laughs> I guess. No, you could have made that argument. <laughs> well, well, we, we drilled down. Oh, okay. I, she said this thing's been there for, for a while, and I said, no, nah, it's... I said it's been like less than a year that it opened up, and, <laughs> and she uh, then then she said no, it's been like at least a couple years, and so we we kind of went back and forth, and I think we finally decided on the cutoff would be like a year and a half or two years <laughs> or something like that, because because I, I was saying it was post COVID, uh-huh. right? Well, we walk in. And the first thing we see is a booth that was like scratched up, and the seats were torn up. And I was like, well, "This is not a good this sign for not, me. Not I, I've lost." Not good. Not <laughs> well, she, we were eating, and uh, she went up and asked the manager. They said they've been there since 2015. <laughs> <laughs> Chalked that up as a loss. I bet she immediately looked at you and just said, "Uh huh, yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's a good place, though. Oh man, I love that place. I, I and then I was I was like, how come we never come here? So we're gonna start going. Yeah, dude, dude it, it's good. The ingredients are like are fresh. Mm-hmm. That's the big difference in a lot of those stuff. The kids liked it. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So we're moving on with uh, the ends justify the means. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like I told you before, <laughs> um, we'll put we'll put some of these memes up on Facebook and our Instagram page, mm-hmm. so you can check those out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll we'll go ahead and get into a couple more responding to anti-Christian memes. Cool. Uh, you want to go first, or you want me to? Yeah, man, I'll go for it. All right. Um, so I'll uh, I'll start with the with the money one, with the tithing one, because that's always kind of one of those uh, kind of un- most Christians just don't like to talk about it. Makes them feel, you know, if you walk into a sanctuary on a Sunday morning and the, and the preachers he's preaching on tithing people are like oh no yeah makes not, you feel uneasy right yeah. um anyways it's this uh older guy and uh he's kind of he's got his eyeballs kind of looking up to i guess towards towards heaven if you will and it says the first thing i learned about god is that he needs money <laughs> 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 which i mean it's it's you know for the same in the same token though you know, I'm, I'm sure we've all heard of churches or maybe been in a church or visiting to where you walk in and it's it's almost like one of the first things said is about, hey, we're tight, you know, we're, we're giving yep. at the end of the at the end of the service. I mean, it kind of makes you chuckle a little bit. But 
Uh, nonetheless, it, it is a principle found in the Word of God, uh, not in regards to God needing your money. So let me stop it right there. God doesn't need us. Yep. He utilizes us because of His grace and His mercy and His love for us. He doesn't yep. need us. So first and foremost, let's kind of X that part out. Yep. Um, but secondly, I mean, so when you talk about tithing, it is a new, it, it's, a, it's an Old Testament principle, right? From Malachi's, you see Malachi 3.10 quoted, you see Psalm 24.1, Genesis 14, Proverbs 3.9. All of those uh, verses are often quoted when we're talking about tithing, which is a 10th part, right? Um, but when you come, when it comes to, the New Testament, instead of being look at, looking at it as, as part of the law, because Christ has fulfilled the law, it's more or less, there's four principles found in the New Testament. It's all 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, right? So when it comes to give, giving, so it's income-based, needs-based, generosity-based, and heart-based, right? So uh, David Atkin, who's actually uh, president of Southeastern Baptist uh, Theological Seminary, um, he quotes often, uh, for, for Matthew 23, 23, Jesus is concerned not only with what we give, but with how we give. Yeah. So that's the most important part when we're thinking about uh, giving to giving to the church or whatever church you attend or, 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 or ministry, if you will. It's how we're giving. It's, it's, with, it's with the generosity of our heart. And it's, it's giving through our heart. Um, and even um, Dave Ramsey, I don't know how you feel about Dave Ramsey. Or how. I'm a fan. I think most people are, whether, you know, if you adhere to a lot of his philosophies when it comes to finance or not, um, I can see either side of the coin. I, I mean, it probably doesn't surprise you that I'm, I'm a Dave Ramsey guy myself, but, um, Hey, it's, uh, we've, we've taught the, the classes. Oh, church. Cool. So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm on board. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, obviously it's, but very no, sound it doesn't principles. surprise me about, yeah, yeah, no, it's very sound principles, but also, you know, the flip side of the coin, maybe, maybe you're a little more aggressive with investing yeah. uh, as opposed to paying off debt at the beginning. But anyways, neither here nor there. He said, um, so when it comes to t- the tithing principle or the giving principle, uh, it teaches them how to give or how to keep God first. So that's what Dave Ramsey said and is how to be unselfish. And uh, he also says, God is trying to teach us how to prosper over time. So all of those, all of those things can be true. Um, but, First and foremost, you've got to get out of our head that uh, God needs our money or, or, or needs us. But so at the same time, if you, if you don't have an understanding and you walk into a church or maybe you pull one up on online and you're listening to a, a sermon and those are the first couple of things out of their mouths, I could see how one could think that way without knowing. So, no, God doesn't need us. God does not need our money. Nope. Um, it's essentially... Us showing, right? Us glorifying God in the sense of keeping Him first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where, where, where are your priorities? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know where your where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Amen. So that's one principle to think about. Um, I also I also think about like one of the main things is obedience. Yes. You know are are yeah. you are you going to clutch what you think is your own right or are you going to be obedient that's true and um you know because that that kind of flows through into every aspect of life are you going to be obedient mm-hmm. to something that you know your your natural desires may yeah. say no yeah um but god says do this so yeah. 
Um, Good point. And, and see, like, there's the online apps now. So, like, we actually will just, you know, take whatever in, whatever your income level is, and you can actually preset it accordingly to whatever percentage you want to take out weekly or monthly or by or however you however often you give. Um, it'll actually go ahead and take it out. So I think that's it's yeah. useful for us. But I do think, um, you know, it just being honest and transparent here, I think like what gives uh, this a bad name for Christians is a lot of TV preachers and, yeah. you know, the, the Kenneth Copelands of the world mm-hmm. who, you know, just, just sow that seed of a thousand dollars and, you know, God will bless you. Yeah, I mean, in prosperity. <laughs> I mean, you never, you never see anything like that no. biblical, right? No, it's silly. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, that's a good point. Unfortunately, though. I think it's a lot of, of uh, I think it's a lot of bad teachers that. Excellent point. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Um, next one. So, the meme here is, um, it's the. I, I, I'm not sure if it's called the angry God meme or whatever it is, but it's, you know, it's really, it's an old man's face, which it's supposed to be God in the meme. Um, and uh, has, you know, funny things in it. So he, this one says, if at first you don't succeed, kill everyone. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, so um, I believe that this is supposed to be um, a, a reference to the flood. Yes, right. It would appear. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there, there's kind of a lot to unpack here, but I, I would just say first, it's it's more than just that. At the time, so I guess we we should go back and think about why. Mm-hmm. Why was this commanded? It's 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 more than just making it a simple issue, but it, it says that um, that the whole earth was extremely wicked, like very corrupt. Um, Genesis six verse eleven says, "Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with wickedness." God saw how corrupt the earth was, for every creature had corrupted its way on earth. Mm. Every creature. Mm. Um, so this was, oh, and then verse 5 in chapter 6 says, The Lord saw that human wickedness was widespread on the earth and that every inclination of the human mind mm. was nothing but evil mm. all the time. Mm. That's, that's pretty serious. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Um, we want to talk about how bad things are today, and I don't know. It may have been worse then. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. But um, so... There was serious sin and wickedness and corruption going on. Um, Also, depending on how you read and how you interpret Genesis 6, 1 through 4, Mm -hmm. so right before it starts talking about the the judgment on the flood, right before that, um, depending on how you interpret this, it's it's possible that the human gene pool had been polluted. Which is, I love this. I'll, this is fascinating. Oh, it's... Genesis it's, 6 is... It, the beginning is it, fascinating. It's anyway. very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the theories that come along with it, yeah. So, um, you know, th- this is, you know, when it says that the, the sons of God saw that the daughters of mankind were beautiful and they took them for wives. Um, and then verse 4 says, the Nephilim were on the earth in those days and afterward... When the sons of God came to the daughters of mankind who bore children to them, they were the powerful men of old, the famous mm, men, yeah. or the men of renown. Yeah. So um, there's 
we won't go into that now, especially. Um, <laughs> that could be fun. Because there's, there's a lot of different theories yeah. on this, right? Yeah. But it, depending on how you interpret that, it's possible that the whole gene pool had been, mm-hmm. had been polluted, mm-hmm. or mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other thing to think about, too, is um, God does not interfere with human free will. Jordan. <laughs> as soon as you said that, you had, a, you had a smirk. I love it. That's great. I wanted to get this, uh, <laughs> get that jab in. That's fantastic. It's been, you know, it's been a couple episodes since you've done that. Yeah, I'm overdue. Oh. Um, but so, so God gives us the opportunity to choose him, right? But he doesn't force us to do it. Mm. This is about keeping that option on the table knowing that there's a future Messiah coming, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's it's this instead of, like, controlling people like robots just to go in and fix everything, but, like, still keeping our human will. But another thing to think about is this shows us that sin is, is actually serious, mm-hmm. and the, the wages of it is death, death. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is a picture of, of exactly that. That's right. Um, and it's, it's not a joke Mm -hmm. that there are real serious, uh, eternal, but also on the earth consequences to sin. Um, and so this is kind of like a picture of God's judgment and he's the only one who is in a position to make those judgments. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say there's that aspect to the flood as well. I would also say that sin uh, spreads kind of to everything that's around us. And so yeah. you can see how it, it corrupted the world. It's, yeah. um, sin, sin is not something that's just personal. Um, mm-hmm. It spreads and corrupts and mm-hmm. infiltrates um, and trickles down farther than you want it to. Yeah. So yeah. Um, there's that. But what we also see in the flood story is that he's a loving God who takes care of his people, made a way for us um, right. to, to come back to him. Mm-hmm. To, um, and so we know that that's our, uh, that's our hope as well, yes. is that he made a way through Jesus. Mm. We can look back and see these were the consequences of sin, um, but we can also know what our hope is moving forward. Absolutely. Um, and then maybe the just the last thing that I would say on this is, if you want to go through the Bible and just and just pick out things that you think, um, well, I would have done it differently. <laughs> how how arrogant yes are we yeah to think, well, God didn't do this the right way here. I would have done it differently. The Creator of the universe. Yeah, I mean. Okay. Read read the book of Job. Yes, and just see you <laughs> yes. know his response to questioning God. Yes, um, and and then God points out everything to him. Says, you know, where were you when mm-hmm. when I created yeah. this? And uh, puts him in his place a little bit, yeah. and he realizes and says, you know what, I'm going to shut my mouth. I'm yeah. not going to speak again. That's right. I am so small. That's right. And uh, I think a lot of times instead of you know, there's nothing wrong with with questioning and getting your questions answered. I I think that's encouraged. Mm-hmm. Um, you know me; I, I love apologetics anyway. Mm-hmm. But I do think there comes a a time where we have to recognize who we are yeah. and who God is. Yeah. And sometimes we just have to sit down and and that's hush. Right. You know. That's right. That's right.
that's uh, I don't know. You got anything to say on that? Amen. You know, and I, I was going to say the, the the beautiful thing of that whole scenario is um, is that you know sin has you're saying sin has consequences eternally speaking for you know death and, and the 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 most beautiful thing of all is that Jesus came and died on the cross yeah. uh, for that to defeat death on our behalf. So if, if you are an unbeliever and, and you know maybe you're listening to this podcast, there is hope. You know, to to this whole thing of, man, this world is just a muck. It's it's this, that, and the other. Well, there is hope on the other side of the coin that Jesus was here. It's based in history. Yep. He died on the cross, based in history. Yep. And he rose from the dead, based in history. Yeah. It, it 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 is, and those are all look into it, and that's the hope that we have in Jesus. Amen to that. Yeah. So yeah, you can uh, you can put an X through this meme as well. But uh, so those are our two for this episode, and then I want to just bring up another little meme just to give you guys kind of a teaser. Yeah. So picture of two dinosaurs. Picture of two dinosaurs. The one is a is a parent, and one is a baby. Okay. Mm-hmm. The baby dinosaur says, Dad, does God exist? The grown-up says, not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. This is good. So, (laughs) there's a ton behind this meme, but just let me explain it real quick. So, the idea is, if dinosaurs existed, right, before... um, uh, let's say Judaism, or before yeah. the Bible, before the ancient Hebrews mm-hmm. started writing, right? Then uh, the idea is okay. How that should be ridiculous mm-hmm. because um, the dinosaurs were here, and so no, God wasn't here yet, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of supposed to be a funny picture there. Yeah. So the reason that I bring this up is because I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a teaser, and this is a subject that was actually requested from us ah, cool. uh, for us to do, is the the idea of dinosaurs mm-hmm. in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Are dinosaurs mentioned in the Bible? Yeah. Are they, uh, you know, and how does it relate to our faith? Um, so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to tackle that one. Awesome. But uh, it's probably going to be end of the summer maybe early fall something like that so not going to be immediate but wanted to just give you guys a little bit of a a preview on a a topic that we will be covering because it's you know kids ask about it sure actually my kids asked like just the other day and then i thought all right i've got a i got a really good in gear on this one so (laughs) maybe we'll give you guys some answers so you can um talk to your kids about dinosaurs in the bible and how they relate to the christian faith that's right so I think that'll be good. Guys, thank you for listening. Hope this is helpful to you. And um, again, we'll put those memes up on uh, our Instagram and Facebook so you guys can check those out. And if you have one that you want us to respond to, send it in and uh, maybe we'll do it. Thank you guys for listening to Bulletproof Faith. Hope it's helpful. Love you guys and we will talk to you next time. God bless.